0: Hey podcast people, how's it going? Azrin the Language Nerd here as per usual on this fine Wednesday night or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host as per usual, Azrin the Language Nerd. You can find me primarily on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and of course on YouTube. I forget, that's not the typical order that I list those social networks off, so I hope I didn't forget anything. My username is exactly the same on all of these places. It is at... Polyglot Azrin, that is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T, A-Z or Z, depending on your country, R-E-N. You can also simply search Azrin the Language Nerd on whatever your favorite social network is. So again, that is A-Z or Z-R-E-N, the Language Nerd. And welcome to another podcast episode. I'm very, very excited, as per usual, to be recording this one here. Um, I want to talk about a couple of things in this podcast. The first and foremost is... I believe a lot of human beings I don't know if everybody but I think that a lot of us need challenge we need stuff that challenges us I was thinking about this today because one of the things that I that makes me happy you know often on a I would almost say probably daily basis is I enjoy the different challenges that my line of work presents me so for example I like the challenge of trying to market myself I like the challenge of trying to teach better. I like, for example, today I ran a class, I taught a class, and it was funny because there is a wider variation of levels in this group class than I typically would have. And it was a cool challenge, right, to think about how am I going to run this class effectively? I've already put some thought behind it. I've structured the class very differently, That's it's, it's, it's being run very differently than other classes I've run. But it's a cool challenge and I'm excited to undertake and I think working on different skills is something that, that brings humans, I don't want to say everyone because I don't know if it brings everyone happiness, and I just don't, I think it's difficult for me in this instance to make a blanket statement here, but I think for a lot of people, a significant percentage of people, having a certain amount of challenge in life is is crucial, and trying to get better at different skills is very important and leads to a lot of happiness. So it was a random thought that I was having a moment ago that I wanted to share on this podcast episode. Now, moving in a language learning direction, I want to talk about listening today. Listening. You know, something I've been thinking about more and more is that when a lot of language learners are, are trying to learn another language, they don't quite do enough of listening. You see, when we listen to the target language, whether it's through music, whether it's through conversations, whether it's through classroom learning, whether it's through study at home programs, whether it's through traveling abroad, podcasts, whatever it is, right? Actually listening to the language, even if it's on in the background, is doing something really powerful. It is tuning your ears. I have this memory from about three years ago. I remember I remember it vividly. I remember calling a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, and I remember saying, hey, man, something really cool happened today. I was watching some news in Mandarin. I understood like nothing. I remember like it being complete, like really difficult. I didn't understand like even even 10% I probably didn't understand. But what I remember is that when I was listening, the language did not sound foreign anymore. Because often, you know, I'm sure a lot of people probably can relate to this and have experienced this where you're learning another language and you're listening to people speak in that language and it sounds like a bunch of gibberish. It's so foreign to your ears that you couldn't even, it'd be hard to figure out exactly where words finished and exactly where they started and to really feel like it sounds, it sounds natural. It doesn't sound natural to your ears. Your ears have not gotten tuned yet to that language. And I remember calling my friend because I was so excited, listening to the news, understanding basically nothing. Yet, my ears were like, yeah, I can hear the specific sounds. I know if I had to write what they're saying in like sound it out, I could probably do it. I'd have to listen a few times, but I could probably do it. It sounded okay. I was like, okay, this doesn't sound scary. I can see where sentences are starting or hear where sentences are starting, where they're beginning. I could hear the start and ends of words it didn't sound so confusing or foreign anymore, which I think a lot of people, even when they're more advanced in a language, even if they've got an intermediate level, they don't feel that way. And for me, I was like a beginner, listening to the language not understanding anything, but at least being like, yeah, the sounds, I can at least recognize all the sounds. It doesn't sound completely foreign. I just don't know what all the words are saying. I just don't know all those grammar points. I just don't, like, it's not an issue of, oh my God, it sounds like mumble jumble. They spoke, they speak so fast and mix it all together. Crazy, right? And this is something that comes with a lot of listening. You see, my mom, this is so funny. My mom is someone who gets so mad at me because my headphones are always in. Or even if my headphones aren't in, I'm always listening to something. And I just, it's something I've I've done for a long, long time. I like listening to stuff for most parts of the day. And a lot of what I listen to is not in English. A lot of what I listen to is in Spanish. Really primarily right now, I would say Mandarin is one of the top ones. And then some Spanish as well. There's some Spanish music I particularly like. So like my ears are tuning all day every day. They're getting tuned. I'm listening to stuff. Heck half the time it's passive, right? It's not even like super active listening, I'm just listening, listening, listening. And I think that tunes your ears over time, right? It tunes your ears, especially if you're, sometimes when I'm listening, I am actually paying attention to see what people are saying. And I do try and notice, right? What, what are they doing with the language, blah, 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 blah. So I think that's important. And I think we have to do more of that kind of Thing, right like are you learning with your eyes like how much are you learning with your eyes and how much are you learning with your ears right I wish I could say this is my quote it's totally not my quote I got this off of I believe if I remember correctly it was off the mimic methods website I remember I was reading it in passing one day um, so it was, it was a great quote and I think it's a it's a very relevant question how much are you how much are you learning with your eyes and how much are you learning with your ears in fact I'm gonna expand upon that How much are you learning with your body? How much are you learning with your smell? How much are you learning with taste? And I understand a lot of you listening might be thinking, Asrin, you be crazy. Like, you're crazy, man. What do you mean learn with taste? What do you mean learn with smell? Well, what I'm saying is I'm telling you, the more engaging and the more immersive you make your learning, immersive in the sense of it incorporates many different senses, I'm telling you, it's you will learn you will learn it will help you one of the coolest things I saw and I don't quite know how I feel about this quite yet but it's something I noticed it was interesting was something I shared on my Instagram story very briefly I anyone who's listened to the podcast knows that at the University of Calgary I attend a Chinese conversation club on a weekly basis it was on a break for four months since the classes were not in session but they just started the club started up again very recently And there's a new person running this club. Now, they have a completely different style than the first person. And then the last one that I went to, we listened to a song, we learned the song lyrics, we learned the rhythm of the song lyrics. We then put the song up, we all sang along to the song lyrics. We then stood up and we tried to do the dance to this song. And we tried to do the dance while we sang it. And and it was interesting. I I, I'm actually funnily enough. It brings up a different topic. I'm on the fence on how I feel about this kind of learning strategy. I think, yes, it's amazing. People loved it. They were super engaged. People are happy. They're having fun. That's fantastic. I love it. Right? The one minor question I think about, right, is how much learning is happening, right? How much are people actually learning from it? Because the the song was well above anyone in the class's level. Like, they're they're not really taking characters away or vocabulary away, like, you know what I mean? So, I do have a minor question mark there, but at the same time, it's a very small question mark because I think a lot of the people in the class are doing other things that are more academic, that are building their vocabulary, their grammar, you know? I think they are getting that in other places, so this is kind of a very excellent, really a good strategy for these kinds of people. Not to mention, there's a lot of people that pick up languages without really doing it and studying it in an academic way. They literally do this. They sing along to songs, they listen to stuff, and they kind of start piecing things together, and they start noticing things and blah, blah, blah. So I think for many people, this is actually very, very effective. And it was cool, right? It was immersive. They're using sound. They're using their mouths. They're using actions. They're, we were actually, it's, it's a fun little thing. I don't think it's done on purpose, but it's worth pointing out. The Chinese conversation club, they bring like snacks for everybody. It seems so minor, but I'm telling you when you're like munching along on stuff and you're drinking juice and pop that they bring and you're like dancing around, you're listening to music, you're singing, you're engaging so many senses. I'm like, even that food, you're engaging your taste. I feel reasonably confident in saying that the fact that they bring food actually probably enhances to some extent the learning experience. I want to say that. I, I, I believe that. So you've got to try and incorporate different senses into your learning. You have to, y- y- I encourage you to try making it as sensorily, is that's a word, if that's a word, sensorily immersive as you possibly can. I think it'll be a good idea for a lot of you. Playing devil's advocate and playing kind of the other argument, playing the other side of the coin, my behavior in that Chinese conversation club, the one I went last week, was very... I suppose you could say, unusual, would be the right way to say it, very unusual. Everyone's singing along and dancing. I'm literally sitting at a desk by myself. Like, not super off to the side, but a little bit off to the side. Looking through all the characters, reading the song lyrics, looking up characters I don't know, thinking about it, thinking about how I would use it, looking at certain words that were very, very similar but had slightly different meanings, trying to Google it and piece together how they're different, then trying to read the lyrics again and understand it, try making my own sense, like I was doing a completely different approach. I was not singing and dancing along. because so I'll tell you, that for me is not really my preferred learning style. So with everything I've said in the past, all you know, 11 and a half minutes here, I think the most important thing is to try and understand yourself and how you, in particular, need to learn. Do you need to do it with a private tutor? Do you need to do it singing and dancing on the tables? Do you have to do it over a glass of beer, over a pint of beer, singing like, and and talking to friends? Do you need to do it in group classes? Do you have to do it with a study at home program? You know, it's gonna be different. And I think it'll be different for people at different phases in their life, with different levels that you have in a specific language. It's gonna depend. Like me right now, if there was a very well-structured and excellent study at home program for Gujarati, I was thinking about this yesterday, I would most likely use it, but when it comes to these classes and stuff, I'm really hit and miss, I'm not super duper consistent, I'm kind of a little bit all over the map, a little bit, so you've, you've got to understand yourself and that understanding yourself is the most important piece, that's number one, and then from there you can kind of, you know, that's you kind of take it from there, so, anyway guys, I appreciate your attention as per usual. I'm going to go for a little bit of an ask. I'd really appreciate if people follow my TikTok account. TikTok is an app. Just look it up. Um, Got some interesting stuff. My username is at polyglotazarin. I'm making more content on that account. So if you do use it, please follow me. If you do not, well, feel free to download the app and see what you think of it. um, And I'd appreciate the follow there. So anyway, as I said, have a good rest of your night. We will talk very, very soon. Bye for now. See you.